When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's Josh and Chuck and Jerry here, too, and this is Short Stuff. That's right. Another one of our... Uh, pop culture icons episodes. That wasn't quite big enough to do an entire episode on. Mm, in the old days, we might have stretched it. But we, no we definitely <laughs> would have. No, that's why we came up with short stuff, because we're like, hey, there's a lot of stuff out there that just isn't quite big enough. So hence short stuff and hence our episode on the Chia Pet. That's right. Uh, and thank you, Patty Rasmussen of HowStuffWorks.com. Mm-hmm. Plus our friends the- at Mental Floss, too. Ah, of course. Always love the mental floss folks. Um, the Chia Pet, everyone knows what a Chia Pet is, right? If you don't, look it up because it is an adorable little uh, planter, terracotta planter mm-hmm. that is uh, shaped like a little figurine, like a, maybe a, a Mr. T or a Homer Simpson or sure. maybe just a dog or a kitty cat. And if you buy this thing and if you – and we'll talk about how to do it later. And if you spread the um, – Spread your seed. Spread your seed on it. It will grow chia sprouts that end up looking like hair on the thing on the figurine. <laughs> well put. I think that's actually <laughs> verbatim the description on the box, Chuck. Yeah. So Mr. T, the mohawk, would be green chia. The cleverest one I've seen, Chuck, is a zombie hand like stretching out of the ground. Uh-huh. And the chia seeds grow around the arm like it's coming out of grass, like in a oh. cemetery. I love it. I like the – I was looking at their more recent offerings, uh, and as you will see, they have uh, – they got in, like I mentioned, Homer Simpson or Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got into licensing, and we'll tell that story here in a sec. But I like the uh, Grogu um, Star Wars Chia Pet. It's really, really cute, like all things Grogu. Is that Baby Yoda? Uh-huh. Okay. Did not know that was the name of that thing. Yeah, the name came later. They, we found out the name later. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in the theater yesterday. That is really good. I loved that movie. I mm-hmm. loved the three. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite of the Marvel stuff. But that movie was um, so upsetting for the animal stuff. Yes. It was almost tough to sit through. Oh, it was super tough to sit through. But but there's a whole generation of PG-13 going moviegoers that are like uh-huh. that age that now have a really bad view of animal testing and animal experimentation. And True. And I think it could be worth it because it was really tough. But that was a huge message in the in that movie. Like, that's not good stuff. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, very hard, though. I told Emily, I was like, just, and she loves Guardians. So I was like, you're not going to want to see the third one. No, so definitely even, not. Don't even bother. Uh, all right, well, back to the, that was Movie Crush with Josh Clark. <laughs> Uh, the chia planters are terracotta, like I said. Uh, they used to make them in Oaxaca, Mexico. Yeah, who knew? Uh, well, Joe uh, Pedot did. Because Joe, in the 1970s, was the founder of Joseph Enterprises. He went to a trade show in Chicago. These little uh, chia pets, I don't know what they were called at the time, were selling like hotcakes. And he said, I want to buy a bunch of those and uh, brand them and sell them as chia pets. 
Yeah, apparently he went to department stores and drugstores at that trade show and said, hey, you got anything that sells out reliably every year? And a couple of them pointed to those, yeah, I don't know what they were called before either, but what would come to be known as Chia Pets. Uh And they figured out that these things sell themselves with very little advertising. And if you stop, I did not realize this. I thought I saw them throughout the year. But if you stop and think about when you see Chia Pet ads, it's uh-huh. almost strictly around the holidays. And that's for a reason. They sell over 80% of their inventory that they sell every year around the holidays. And they figured out that they just need to advertise a little bit around Christmas and Hanukkah and, and Kwanzaa and Tet. And there you go. That's all they, that's all they need to do. That's all they need to do. Um so the first of these chia pets were uh, the first actual animals were the chia bull and the chia ram. Sure. Um, but the very first one, period, I think, was a dude, right? Like a chia guy. Yeah, our friends at um, Mental Floss kind of nailed it. They said he looks like a cross between Homer Simpson and Woody from Toy Story, and he looks exactly like that. Yeah, it's like a goofy looking guy with a big nose. But apparently, that was the first chia pet. Yeah, a chia dude. Uh, they got into licensing. Uh, in the early 80s with um, Looney Tunes characters, Taz, uh, Elmer Fudd, and Tweety. Oh, wait, Chuck, before we move on, I love this How Stuff Works article put in parentheses, Taz, parentheses, <laughs> Tasmanian Devil. I know. I thought that was adorable. That was pretty funny. Uh, and then, uh, you know, licensing became a big deal. They, I think they license like three or four things a year generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they always have their stable of little animals. Yeah, they also um, are known for predicting presidential elections, actually. Like, they'll release the, uh-huh. like, Chia versions of the presidential candidates each year. Um, and usually the one that sells the most is the the candidate that goes on to win the presidency. Yeah. It's Isn't one that of interesting? Those, yeah. I think there's a few little weird uh, cultural predictors like that. Yeah, like, isn't there an octopus that can predict the World Cup? Yeah, and I feel like there was something else for the Super Bowl. There's a hedgehog that can produce um, predict weather. That can predict the weather. <laughs> yeah, whether it's going to turn to spring or not. I heard about him. Uh, the other thing they do to make money, uh, the Chia folks, is they will license it out. Uh, they'll like partner up with pro sports teams. Mm-hmm. Like you might get a, a Chia LA Dodger or something like that. Uh, and then I didn't know this. You could, if you were a company, you can uh, imagine it's not cheap. But you can get a, a Chia Pet logo of your company made on yeah. mass. Isn't that neat? I did yeah. not realize that. Yeah, I ran across instructions for growing Chia on your Chia head Bryce Harper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, this works. It probably applies to all of them, as we'll see. All right. Shall we take a break? Let's take a break. All right. We'll come right back and talk a little bit more about these little pets right after this. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. 
and you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text stuff to 2512-928887, and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more, while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Chuck, so we're talking about chia pets, it turns out. And I think we should talk about how you grow them. I've never had a chia pet, have you? Nope. We should exchange chia pets one year. My friend, you have one on your on its way. It it the delivery window begins in ten minutes. <laughs> Are you serious? It's a Chia Richard Simmons. He has oh, like Chia chest hair. I saw it and I was like, Chuck's getting this. Oh. So the wow. exchange is half done. All right. Well, I got to step up Richard Simmons tying it's in episodes. I love it. Gonna be tough. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, hey man, you take re- your time. You really got me. Okay. Take your time. <laughs> Uh, if you grow one of these, and I guess I could wait either 10 minutes or several hours and read it off the box. <laughs> but I think what you want to do is you want to completely soak that planter uh, for a few hours, right? Yes. And the reason why you want to do this with any terracotta pot that you're growing stuff in is terracotta will suck water right out of the dirt. Uh-huh. Or in this case, right out of the water holding cavity for itself. Uh, and it pulls it away from the plants that need it. Whereas if you soak it, it's like, okay, I'm satiated. I'm right. literally stuffed with water I don't need anymore. And so any water you put into it is going to not get sucked into the terracotta. So this is an essential step for chia pets in particular. That's right. Uh, you also want to soak those seeds. Uh, it is chia. Chia is a kind of sage. And it, I think you eventually make like a um, sort of like a paste Mm-hmm. And you you spread that paste on there. I've seen them talk about like rubber spatulas and things like that. But I would just use my fingies if I was doing. And when I do my Richard Simmons, I'm going to do my fingies. Use my fingies. Okay, good, good. But Chuck, do not lick your fingers afterwards. These are <laughs> chia seeds, and people eat chia seeds. I put chia seeds in my smoothies because they're full uh-huh. of omega three. Yeah. Although I was disappointed to find there's not a lot of studies that show conclusively that. We get that omega-3 from the chia seeds. But anyway, these particular chia seeds are not grown for human consumption. They're grown to grow on your chia pet. That's right. So use whatever spreader you want if you don't feel comfortable uh, using your digits. And once that thing is covered up to your likeness, uh, you want to put that chia pet in the sun and you want to water it. 
and then just sit back and let the fun begin. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so if this is these chia plants grow to be like six feet tall and flower and everything. Yeah. And I wanted to see, like, if you just keep your chia going, like, will it get to that point? I saw one site reference that your your chia pet would crumble, like, eventually, as mm-hmm. like under the weight of the plant. I think the bigger thing is the sprouts that grow just aren't viable to grow into actual plants. So apparently after about six weeks, maybe four weeks, they all turn brown. You pull off the old growth, dump out the water, and start over again. Oh, you can do they you can reuse the same one? I saw on their site that you can reuse them indefinitely. You just need chia seeds. Okay. And I guess it makes sense that they won't just eventually you won't have like a, a chia pet that looks like like Richard Simmons won't end up looking like Greg Allman. <laughs> right. That'd be pretty cool, though. That's a great crossover. Uh, <laughs> it's a good crossover. <laughs> um, because you would you would need, like, soil to keep everything that's stable. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I think they just don't have the nutrients to grow beyond the sprout stage. Yeah, that's got to be it. So, who knows? Maybe you could add nutrients and grow them, like, hydroponically and see what happens. All right. That's well, one of the nerdiest things I've said this month. <laughs> Uh, regardless, uh, chias have become very, very popular over the years. They are, like I said, sort of an iconic, uh, fun gift that you can get someone. So much so that the Smithsonian National Museum of American History uh, requested, and I assume received, uh, some of this stuff from the Joseph Company. Yeah, in particular the advertising tapes, because that's one of the reasons chia pets were so huge somebody mm-hmm. either at a um an advertising meeting or at a bar uh one night said chia and apparently joe perdot said that's perfect i'm going to turn that into the jingle and that was i mean i would attribute most of the chia pet success to that jingle it was so yeah. catchy that people were just walking around going chia were they really I, I, all of my <laughs> friends were <laughs> Up in Ohio. I guess that's uh, Ohio, though. That is Ohio. Uh, and that's kind of it. I mean, they're in the, like I said, the Smithsonian, and I think they're in a time capsule um, in New York City that's going to be unearthed in uh, 3000, the year 3000. In the year 3000. <laughs> very, very nice. God, what a great bit that was. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things. If you're going to include it in the Smithsonian and in a time capsule, then it has done its job as far as a cultural staple. Absolutely. So hats off to you, Chia Pets. We love you. That's right. And I will, uh, I promise I will, um, I will do an Instagram series following the, uh, the growth of my Richard Simmons. Oh, great idea. Fantastic. At what? Chuck the Podcaster? Chuck the Podcaster. Great handle. So again... Hats off to you, Chia Pets. We love you. Wait, you have to say short stuff? I'll say it then. Short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. (laughs) 